Dating can be so challenging. When I look back at my own single life, it feels a bit like my own version of Sex in the City. There was a lot of freedom and fun, but it was also tough at times. I remember feeling discouraged and sometimes exhausted and fed up. Welcome to She is Irresistible, the podcast for ambitious women who want to find love and have a lasting and fulfilling relationship. I'm Mio, your host, and it is my mission to help you unlock the best version of yourself so you become irresistible to quality men. This podcast is filled with deep insights and practical tips to improve your love life today. If you're ready to find out how to attract and keep your perfect match, this podcast is for you. I'm so excited for you to be here and I can't wait to dive in. Welcome to a new podcast episode. In today's episode, I will be talking with you about whether it is time to take a break from dating. Maybe you've been on the single market since a while and it hasn't worked out for you yet. You have not found your Mr. Right yet. And I can totally understand if you're at a point when you ask yourself, should I just take a break from dating? All the time and energy I'm putting into online dating and going on dates seems like a complete waste of my time. And I'm always on the emotional roller coaster. And the fear of being rejected again feels like a heavy weight on your chest. But on the other side, there is probably also the fear of missing out. And as much as you dislike dating and dating apps, there is still a bit of FOMO because you may miss out on a great man, right? And being on your own, especially when all your friends have a partner and unhappy relationships, makes you feel even lonelier and as if there's something fundamentally wrong with you. So should you stop dating altogether? Here's the thing. I'm a big believer that the energy behind what you're doing impacts the outcome. When it comes to dating, that means it impacts who you are attracting. Our vibe attracts our tribe, so to speak. Which means when we do something in a low mood or something that we don't want to do, this will radiate through. Even if you're on a dating app which is why I always recommend to my clients to get themselves in a great mood before they start swiping or before they are going on a date. Although this can be really hard when you've had your fair share of idiots. But don't forget, there's not just dating apps. While they are a great opportunity to meet men, you're not restricted to only meet them there. You can meet them literally everywhere. But also, It's like with everything in life, your energy is still important. When you're in a bad mood, when you feel fed up, when you don't believe in finding a great man and when you are full of judgment, this energy will come across as either trying too hard or as not being interested, unapproachable or even arrogant. Because as with everything, the energy we're putting out there in the world gets reflected back to us. That's one thing. And the other thing is that many are just focusing on one option, just on online dating. 
to find their soulmate or dream partner. They're only focusing on the dating apps. But if you do that, you're missing out on a huge amount of opportunities because sometimes we can get so focused on finding a special someone in a particular place and then don't realize that by doing so, we're shutting off other ways to meet someone. Online dating is not the only way to find love. And yes, I agree. Currently, during, during COVID, we're still not through yet. The options are more limited. But whichever way you choose to put yourself out there, your energy needs to be right so your future partner can meet you on that level. If your energy isn't right, it will be difficult for him to see you as who you are underneath all your disappointment. Take my fiance Pete and me, for instance. We've met when I didn't have any intention at all to meet someone, but I was still open at the same time. It was at my cousin's wedding in the UK. So I flew from Vienna, where I was born and lived at the time to the UK. The last thing I had on my mind was a long distance relationship, believe me. And yet, over 10 years later, here we are, together, just recently moved to Antwerp together. I have clients who met their partner in all different locations and in different situations. One of them locked herself out in her joggers with no makeup on, messy hair. Her now partner let her in the house when he visited a friend who lived at the same house. Another client got divorced and decided to travel the world when she met a guy on a plane who invited her to a party in Miami. And at that party, she met her now husband, who she has three children with, and they live in London together. Another one met her partner at Starbucks while she was queuing for a latte macchiato. What they all had in common, though, was they were in a good place without a man. They saw being with someone more like a nice to have rather than a must have in order to feel complete. And with this, they were in an attractive energy. I remember a time when I had the weirdest experiences with men. And I remember waiting somewhere outside for my friend before we were going out. And a homeless person was walking past, looked at me and said, gosh, you look sad. You don't look happy at all. And I thought to myself, great, I got my makeup on. You know, I look, I mean, I look quite put together because we were just about to go out and still everyone sees what a mess I am. And during that time, I met one idiot after the next. So now coming back to the topic of this episode, how do you know whether you should take a break from dating? Here are three tips to find out whether you should take a break. Number one, ask yourself whether you find it difficult to be on your own and whether finding a man would help you to distract yourself from what is going on in your life. If the answer is yes, then you should take a break and focus on getting your life together and get yourself in an emotional place to not try to make a man fill that void. There's a reason why everyone says you need to be happy on your own before you can have a happy relationship. And there's no way around it. Number two, if you keep having the same experiences with men, for instance, being ghosted or men friend zoning you, that's a sign that there's something within you that needs to be addressed. 
for instance, if you ghosted once, that can be bad luck. If it happens a second time, it could be coincidence. If it happened three times or more, that's a sign that the reason is you. If this is the case, I want you to look at what it is that reoccurs almost exactly over and over again. If it is being ghosted, then you need to ask yourself, where in my life I'm not, am I not showing up for myself? And then you need to give yourself exactly that. Number three, are you dating half-heartedly and feel drained and discouraged from it? Meaning, are you hiding behind the screen trying to avoid to actually go on dates because you don't want to expose yourself to possibly getting hurt? Or are you going on dates, always searching for a man's faults to keep him at arm length? This usually is a sign that you fear intimacy due to having had hurtful experiences in the past, which you need to address. In all of the above cases, inner work needs to be done. Whether you need to start doing the work before you put yourself out there again depends on how much emotional baggage and pain you are carrying around with you. Sometimes a break and doing the inner work to not be stuck in the old patterns is necessary. That being said, I believe that in most cases you can date and do the work at the same time if you commit to doing things differently and to actually do the inner work. Because I believe we learn most about ourselves when we are interacting with others. There is the quote that says, not knowledge is power, but putting it into practice. And for me, the same goes for dating. However, as long as you're not willing to really look at your patterns, where they're coming from, and to take your time to heal, you'll have similar experiences with different men. Self-awareness and willingness to change is key. Otherwise, nothing will ever change. Here are two tips for you to start doing the work straight away. Number one, look back at the things you know you should have done differently but you didn't because you feared a specific outcome. When you're fully honest with yourself, what situations can you think of when you did something or said something to either not step on a man's toes or because you felt uncomfortable to say what you actually wanted? Think these situations through and script what you would have liked to do or say instead. So when the situation happens, you know what you want to do or say. Scripting is always a great way to change patterns because our behavioral patterns are ingrained in our brains and we respond out of habit if we don't make a conscious effort to change. By becoming aware and by scripting, you can make a new pattern a habit. Number two, know your standards, boundaries and non-negotiables and stick to them no matter what. For instance, if you're looking for a committed long-term relationship, booty calls should be on your non-negotiable list. So when the guy calls you at 1am and asks you to come and see you, you say no, no matter what. Or even better, you don't even respond. You don't have to respond to every single message. And when you not respond at all, he will understand. At least, please, 
don't respond in the middle of the night. Sometimes a lot of deep work is needed to get to the bottom of what is going on for you. But it needs to be done, I'm afraid. No matter how painful it is, no matter how much you don't want to do the work, which, by the way, is um, a way to try to avoid pain. But you know what? The fear of facing your limitations and why you're holding on to them is such a huge weight that you're carrying around. Doing the deep work will eventually make you feel so much lighter and it will liberate you. Whether dating is currently too much for you, that's for you to decide. No one else can make the choice for you. But if you decide to take a break, make it an intentional one and don't just let time pass by, hoping the healing will happen by itself. This is it for today. We are already at the end of this episode. Thank you for listening to She's Irresistible. Don't forget to subscribe to be notified for the next episode. If you need help with your love life, you can find me on my website, elmio.com and my social media channels. You can find all the links in the description box of this podcast. Until then, I'll see you next week. Bye.